Welcome to Coffee and Conversations with Lakeisha. We're glad you've joined us today. Get ready for some kingdom conversation. Now here's your host, Lakeisha M. Johnson. I feel like I could go, should go, oh, good morning. The boys talked about you last night. They were like, we missed Miss Teresa. So we need to take you to lunch or something. Good morning, good morning. How y'all doing? Good morning. Good morning. How y'all doing? Hey, John Elmore, how are you this morning? How you doing? Hey, Jess. Hey, Deshauna. Hey, Zandra. Hey, InstaFam. Hey, Gary. Y'all coming in quick. Good morning. How y'all doing? We missed you, too. Good morning. It's old school. I got a little old school playing this morning. Grace and Mercy by the Mississippi Mass Choir. My God. If you've never heard it, it's outside. This, I wish, I'm telling y'all, I wish I could sing. <laughs> because my God, I'm living this moment just because of you, God. Hey, y'all, y'all coming in fast. Mm. Yes. And praise you too. Yeah. Your grace and mercy. Your grace and mercy. Just that little bit right there. <laughs> Brought me through. Come on now. It was just grace. Come on. Oh, wow. I know. I woke up with that song in my spirit this morning. Good morning. Good morning. Welcome to Coffee and Conversations with Lakeisha. It's your girl, LMJ, in the place. Do me a favor. Go share the video live. Go put it in someone's hands right now. I'm so excited today. Um, I have a completely different energy. Might have something to do with Bible study last night. If you are not at Bible study, if you are not in the group and you saw the Bible, you didn't see the Bible study video, I'm going to go on and give Jesus his props it was lit god just a oh man i'm just so excited um about the women that have been connecting in bible study we are growing together we are eating um god is developing us and I am just seeing our lives change as we connect to Jesus Christ as God is on the scene. And uh, I'm just grateful. I'm just grateful. Our numbers grew last night. It's not about numbers, but you could tell the hunger and the thirst was um, everything. Oh, thank you. So my sisters bought me this mug. Um, I think we were in, they were in Martha's Vineyard and it says, keep, keep it moving. Um, and so I collect mugs, but the boys are said, I cannot have any more mugs because I have like a hundred coffee mugs. As a matter of fact, they told me I needed to sew some and give some away. So thank you for that. I'll tell my sisters about my mug. And so it, it was just crazy. It was really dope. It was really crazy last night. Um, not crazy like that, but crazy in a good way. God is just faithful on the scenes to show up and to just remind us 
who we are and whose we are and uh, about our purpose and about the clarion call on our life. And he also deals with us to break us out of systems, things that we have been caught up in for a long time and not realizing God is trying to do a new thing in us. And so when God is trying to pour more wine, my God, I bring you to another area of light, right? He'll shine the light on you to awaken the dark places in you. Many of you do not know your power and what God is trying to do through you. It's greater than what you imagined. It's bigger than you could ever understand. And I could talk to you that about that all day. I could, I could. I could talk to you about your purpose. I could talk to you about the life. I could talk to you about who you are all day long because I know most of us live in a less than state and God created us to be attached and a part of so much more. It's bigger than you think. Can I say that this morning? Like it's bigger than you think. It's bigger than you imagine. The little bit of where you think you are, the little bit of what you think God has called you to is even bigger than you ever imagined. That's why you can't get settled a lot of times. That's why it's difficult for you to get complacent. That's why sometimes when it seems like you've reached your capacity, you like, oh my gosh, it's so much more to this. And so I'm just daring you to dream big today and not just dream big, but also put some action behind it because God is doing a big thing. What's in Chicago? I see hello from Chicago. It is Chala. It's bigger than you think. And I'm so grateful to see you, woman of God. It's way bigger than you think. It's outside your expansion, your capacity of even what you thought it is. And God will push something on you and say, you know what? No matter what you need to keep moving forward. So let's pray and let's get started today. Father God, we thank you. We thank you for your grace. We thank you for your mercy. We thank you for your love. We thank you for your peace. We thank you for your joy. We thank you, Father God, for just a fresh place this morning, a fresh meeting place. My God, new grace and new mercies and your love and your peace and your joy and a fresh anointing, Lord God. We thank you, Father God, for a fresh meeting place, Lord God. We thank you for the dew of the morning, Lord God. We thank you, Lord God, for you blowing and breathing on us, Lord God, that you created us in your image and that you have not forgot about us. I thank you for each and every person on this devotional. I thank you, Father God, for just how you designed them, Father God, and even their imperfect places, how you are working it all out. Now, Lord God, give us ears to hear. Give us ears to hear and give us a heart open to receive, Lord God, the word of God today so that we can grow, Lord God, in the things of you. Grow exponentially, Lord God, in the things of you, Father God, in Jesus' name. Now, let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in your sight, Father God. Holy Spirit, go, mm mm Go do what only you can do in Jesus' name. I am not going to quench the Holy Spirit, but I know when healing has hit the scene, when there is a healing anointing attached to what I'm teaching, and I just felt healing hit the scene. So if you are in need of healing today, can you do me a favor? Can you extend your faith? This is the moment. This is the point. Mark the date down. Father God, that I received my healing by faith. 
faith. And even if it doesn't look like it manifests immediately, if you will take it by faith, if you will mark this point and you will say, you know what, today is the day I'm not, I'm not telling cancer yes anymore. I'm not telling um, my mind if it's been mind battles, if it's been depression, I'm not telling my mind battles. I'm not telling depression yes anymore. As a matter of fact, I'm going to take healing by faith today. By his stripes, I am healed because he was already bruised for my iniquities. He was already chast for my, chastised for my peace. Lord God, so I'm going to take by faith my healing today in Jesus' name. Amen. Denise Jones, I'm so glad you said that. Can I, I'm going to share a little bit of a story with you. There was a lady in church with me and she uh, wanted to be healed from diabetes. And for those of y'all that are on Instagram, Denise posted that she wanted to be healed from diabetes. And she said, without a fact, I want to receive my healing from diabetes. And when she took the stance, she began to pray, but she also began to do some things in the natural. Like she modified her diet. She began to walk. Um, she just began to stay steadfast to that. And every day she took by faith, I am healed. I am healed from diabetes. And she took that by faith every day. She stood steadfast by that in faith every day. She declared her healing by faith every day. Well, one day she woke up and, um, she took her medicine as normal, right? She was still taking her medicine. She took her medicine normal, and she got to feeling really, really, really bad, right? And so I'm talking about real bad. So she goes into the emergency room and as she goes into the emergency room, um, they're running all these different tests on her and they're t testing her glucose and her blood sugar and all of these other things. And the doctor, no, no and I mean, she shouted us this Sunday, the doctor showed, did declared and show her there's no evidence of you having diabetes anymore. So when you took the medicine, it did an adverse effect on your body. So we stand in agreement with you, Debbie, right now that, and everyone else that is declaring it by faith and by his stripes, you are healed. It is a part of your benefit package. And anytime I feel the anointing and the grace for healing to be on the scene, I know God is going to do something significant because I always declare miracles, signs, and wonders coming your way. It may not add up. It may not feel like healing has at first, but if you will set your mind on healing, God will do a very unique thing. So we stand in agreement with you and we receive that healing. I don't care. And I know for some of you who don't get it, it may seem far-fetched. I'd take it by faith anyway. I'd say, you know what? I'm going to try this thing. I'm going to try this thing. She said this. I'm going to try. Today, I receive by Jesus' stripes. I am healed, spirit, soul, and body. Why? Because I'm going to take the promises of God by faith. That's all God asks us to do. Take it by faith. So can we just worship and bless God's name for just a minute? Lord, we thank you. We thank you for visiting us this morning. We thank you for your presence in our homes. We thank you for your presence in our cars. We thank you for your presence, Jesus, with us and to be in us and to be all around us. And we thank you for your sacrifice on the cross. And we thank you for your love for us. And we thank you that Jesus died for us. And then we thank you, Father God, that you didn't leave us alone 
and that the Holy Spirit and the Comforter came to us. We thank you, Father God, for all you are to us. We thank you for being provider. We thank you, Father God, for being healer. We thank you for being way maker. We thank you for being King of Kings and Lord of Lords and the great I am and the Prince of Peace and bringing us joy and being Jehovah Jireh, our provider and being Jehovah Shema, all we need and being Jehovah Sadiknu. Lord God, we thank you for all you are. We thank you for being the fence, for being our protector, for being our shield. My God, we thank you that no weapon formed against us shall prosper, Father God, and that even if it rises up, it won't rise up a second time. We thank you Lord God, for just meeting us in this place and giving us peace and giving us grace and giving us brand new mercies daily, Lord God. And we're going to cast off the garment of heaviness and we're going to put on a garment of praise and we're just going to bless your name and we're going to praise you and we're going to magnify you and we're going to glorify you. And for just a minute, Father, we're going to forget about our problems and we're going to forget about our insecurities and we're going to forget about our issues and we're going to forgive about strife and we're going to forget about doubt and we're going to forget about fear and we're going to forget about worry, Lord God. And we're just going to concentrate and set our mind on you and set our mind on Jesus, Lord God, and love you like never, ever, ever, ever before. In Jesus name. Amen. In Jesus name. Amen. I love the Lord. I love the Lord. He will meet us directly in the place. He will meet us directly in the place. He'll give us exactly what we need. He'll fill our cup up. He'll give us our reasonable portion. We just got to trust him. We just got to love him. We just got to keep our praise before him because he is, he's a good, good friend. Father, and we just bless your name and praise your name. And this morning, can I tell you something? You stand in absolutely need of nothing. And some of y'all are like, what? This is broken. I ain't got no food, but you stand in need of nothing. And I can back that up. And the reason that I'm going to back that up is because the word says he gives us our daily bread. And so if you'll just pause for a minute, ask Lord, give me my daily bread. Give me my daily portion. We forget we can ask God about those things. And that's in every Give me my daily bread. Give me my daily portion. Lord God, fill me up with everything I need. You don't have to wait on others to fill your cup. Ask the Lord to fill you up with absolutely everything you need. And if you ask and receive it by faith, I promise you, he'll meet you exactly where you're at. I am so excited today and I don't know why. I don't know what God has up his sleeves, but I know without a doubt, that when I feel like this, something good is going to happen today. Can you say that to yourself? Something good is going to happen to my, today. Charge your faith. Get excited with me. Charge your faith. Something good is going to happen to me today. I expect favor. I expect goodness, grace, and mercy. And even if I messed up, I expect God to redeem a thing. Why? Because something good is going to happen to me today in in Jesus' name, amen. All right, so we've been talking about the light. We've been dealing with the areas in our life in which we know that there isn't light shining and God has been just bringing us to an understanding uh, of what the light looks like, to an understanding of what it is to be in the light, right? The, that That's so important for us to understand it. And so I got to talk to you about something today, and this is a message full of grace. 
I'm just going to tell you, for those for those of y'all who ain't messed great message, this is a message full of grace. And this is a message full of love. So if you needed to hear his grace and you needed to feel his love, you're in the right place today. I'm in a grace, loving, merciful kind of mood. And I know that this is God's message for us today. Hey, Donnie McEwen, that this is God's message for us today about grace and mercy. So this morning I woke up. And I heard God say, just because the light is on, right? Just because the light is on doesn't mean anyone is home. And I was like, what? He said, and he said it again. He said, just because the light is on, it does not mean anyone is home. And I really had to meditate on that. And I really had to see that in scripture and get what he was meaning. So we've been reading our scriptures on light and he began to explain to me, he said, just because the light is on, just because someone says this is where they are in Christ, right? Does not mean that absolutely no one is home. And, and this puts us in a position to extend more grace, um, to act in more mercy and to act in more love. Now we've been learning what light means. We know what light is. We know that light comes because of our focus. And just because the light is on doesn't mean anybody's home. So when we were growing up, anytime we would leave our house, we would always leave a light on. God, we would leave lights on. My mother was big about leave a light on. So somebody will think that we're at home and often we'll see someone and they will think that their light is on, but that doesn't mean that they are where they're supposed to be in Christ. And so what does that mean for us as believers, right? Especially important for us as a believers is it means we got to extend more grace and love. We got to extend more grace and love. And the reason that we got to extend more grace and love is because God extends more grace and love to us. I want to read this scripture to you. I want to read a few scriptures to you today to help you with this, right? Uh, We know that the word is a lamp for our feet and a light on our path. And so if someone is not really spending the time um, in the word that they're supposed to, if they're really not connecting to God, the light could be on. They could be going to church. They could be doing all the things that we think that they should do. They can raise a hallelujah. They can say thank you, Jesus. They can raise a praise. But because the light is on doesn't mean someone home. And a lot of times we assume because someone is going to church and doing all the things that doing all the things that we think think they're supposed to be doing then um we'll assume the light is on and then when a fracture occurs and i'm going to explain to you what i mean by fracture when they do something that will offend us or when they do something that will upset us or when they do something that's out of character or if we're trying to teach them something and they have no revelation of something then what usually happens is we'll get frustrated we'll get irritated and we'll give up Uh, my boy Boys go to a Christian school and everyone that um, is attached to the school is supposed to be a Christian, right? We feel out even the people that attend the school, you're supposed to be a member of the church. But when things happen or things go wrong, the Lord just kept reminding me just because the light is on, just because the sign flashes, just because something says they are Christian doesn't 
mean that they are a Christian or that the light is shining on that particular area, right? And we've learned multiple times again and again that we should what? Well, know people by their fruit. But this isn't a message so that we can go point fingers. This isn't a message so we can go talk about where someone is lacking. This is a message for those of us that have had been illuminated by the light to keep us from being frustrated and giving up on those that are connected to us. I want to read um, a scripture to you. We Remember we read Luke 11, 34, 35, and it says your eye is the lamp of your body. When your eyes are healthy, your whole body is also full of light. But when your eyes are unhealthy, your body also is full of darkness. See to it then that the light within you is not darkness. Well, if someone's um, eyes are unhealthy, then potentially they could be in a place of darkness. And just because the light is on doesn't mean anybody's home. Just because a light is on doesn't mean just because a person is consistently um, attending church or doing some things doesn't mean that they have it all together. And a lot of times we put people in a position to believe that they have it all together. And we don't even know that people around us are suffering, right? I ask God, give me discernment to pick up and see where people are right now because a lot of times people will fake us out to make us think that things are okay and things are not necessarily okay but we have gotten into such a system that if somebody quotes God or if someone says these things about God then everything's got to be okay and everything's got to be all right and that's not always the truth first John 1 5 and 9 says this is the message we have heard from him and declare to you God is light in him there is no darkness at all if we claim to have fellowship with him and yet walk in darkness we lie and do not live out the truth but if we walk in the light as he is in the light we have fellowship with one another and the blood of Jesus his son purifies us from all sin if we claim to be without sin we deceive ourselves and the truth is not in us if we confess our sins he is faithful and just and will forgive us our sins and purify purify us from all unrighteousness. What is God saying to us? To have a little bit more patience, to have a little bit more grace, and to have a little bit more understanding because God did the same thing for us. And it's easy for us when the light gets illuminated on us to start pointing fingers or to lack patience or to lack grace or to lack mercy when God has extended us all the patience, all the grace, and all the mercy. Romans 8 reminds us there is no condemnation in Christ Jesus. And when God is saying to us that there's no condemnation in Christ Jesus, he's also telling us that at no point and at no time do we get to condemn anybody else. And I'm not talking about being judgmental. At no point and at no time do we get to lack patience where other people are concerned? And a lot of times we'll start judging a person or looking at a circumstance or a situation by what someone is saying. But just because the light is on doesn't mean that anyone is home. It doesn't mean that anyone is home. It doesn't mean that someone is necessarily connected to things of Christ. Con um, 
living in the light and we confuse this a lot of times and then we're not patient and we're not a loving and we are not extending the grace that someone may need to get through a very difficult situation or that someone may need so can i tell you something we're to be fruit examples i need to remind you this and if god is bringing this up at this point in this message then for those of us are here we probably need to inspect our own light and extend more grace light um exposes darkness but it's not something that we are to point tap finger push pride um some of that needs to be left for the teachers around us right some of those need to be left for the teachers around us and a lot of times we'll start uh judging a person's circumstance or situation by the revelation that we got you cannot assume just because the light on this someone is home you cannot assume, you cannot assume just because someone tells you, oh, or quotes scripture or does that someone is home. You cannot assume that they are in the space, they are in the place, that they got the revelation. Because we'll start saying things like, oh, when you know better, you do better. Well, what if a person really doesn't know better? What if a person really doesn't have revelation of that? And if they don't have revelation of that, then guess what? It is not a place or a position for those of us do, that do have. Yeah, that's what I was saying this more that do have revelation of it to um, point fingers or to not be compassionate or to not be understanding because we have to stop at the place to remember the mess that we were caught in. Now, that doesn't mean we don't tell the truth. That doesn't mean we don't live in the truth. That doesn't mean um, God might not use our voice to bring truth to somebody. I'm not saying that. It doesn't mean that we're not supposed to hate sin. We are not supposed to love sin we are supposed to hate sin but we are to remember in this time and in season and this is the like the second or third time that god has had me go there especially in a season of elevation when god is doing some uh, something with us that we need to remember that um to have more grace and extend patience and love with someone because it just it just because the light is on does not mean that someone is home. It doesn't mean it. It doesn't mean it. And we'll think we're there, right? We'll think we're there until the pressure is put on. And then when a pressurized situation comes, how we respond to that person or how we respond to things prove what's really inside of us. How we treat people proves what's really inside of us because if the light is on a, in us then we don't illuminate any darkness and that means towards other people and they want that when they don't have it um let me read this to you um for we know first corinthians 13 4 and 8 is the love chapter it tells us love is patient and kind love does not envy or boast it's not arrogant or rude and if we have the love of god of us in us then we should be patient kind we are not to envy. We are not to boast. We are not to be arrogant. Come on, Holy Spirit. We are not to be rude. Love doesn't insist its own way. It is not irritable. It is not resentful. It does not rejoice at wrongdoing, it, but rejoices with the truth. Love bears all things, believes all things, hopes all things, and endures all things. Love never ends, right? For we know in part and we prophesy in part, but when the perfect comes, the partial will pass away. When I was a child, I spoke as a child. I thought like a child. I reasoned like a child. When I became a man, I gave up childish 
ways. For now we see in a mirror dimly. This is the part I want to get to. But then face to face. But then face to face. Now I know in part, then I shall know fully, even as I have been fully known. Let's go back to 12 where it says, for now we see in a mirror dimly. Or some parts of the chapter say, for now we see in a mirror darkly. Or we only see partially of what we see. If we only see partially for ourselves in the mirror, then how is it we can look into someone else's mirror or someone else's situation and we see all of them? You cannot see all of them because we don't become fully known or we're not fully developed until we fully walk into the things of Christ, right? So if we only partially for ourselves, if we only know partially for ourselves, if we only see only hear God on certain things, then how is it all of a sudden that we know everything for everybody else? (laughs) For everything, for everything. How is it that we know everything for everybody else? There's no way you could. There's absolutely no way that you could know everything for everything else. And this is the thing that we'll get caught up in and we'll push people away and we'll lose people because just because the light is on doesn't mean anybody is on. Just because the light is on doesn't mean somebody has revelation, right? And then we'll assume we're treating a person right and we're not being sensitive enough to the Holy Spirit to understand even how we handle this relationship. And because the light or we receive more light on something and we start walking in it doesn't mean another person has received light on it and they have even the capacity to walk in it. They could have been taught wrong. They may not understand their righteousness. They may not understand um, how God sees us or views us. And then we get revelation of our righteousness and we'll be sitting around and saying, I don't understand why they don't get this. Well, they don't get it because they don't have revelation for it. And we need to remember that we are an extension of Christ here on this earth. And so we got to be, we got to extend more grace and we got to extend more mercy and we got to assume absolutely nothing. We got to assume absolutely nothing for we now see in a mirror dimly, but then face to face, right? First, we're going to see darkly. Most of us see darkly. And if nobody taught us the face to face changes when we meet Christ, when we are at the focal point where light, right, is at the center of us, then we're all only going to see partially darkly and dimly, especially the areas in which the light, come on, has not been shined on us. That's good, Miss Sandra. And that's the truth. Help us to see you the way and love like you. We're missing this. We're missing this. And if the enemy is has us caught in a system in which strife is the system and jealousy is the system and ugliness is the system, then that becomes our norm. And we use that to deal with people. And I'm talking about church folks. We can be in the church and we can be all da 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 and sha na 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 and we got all this. And then we're lacking compassion, grace, mercy, and love. And God is saying, you're missing the focal point of why I brought you here. Get in the scripture. When they asked Jesus, what is the greatest commandment? He said, I'm going to tell you, you know, they, they, they probably had a list of things they were thinking. He said, I need you to love God with all your heart. I need you to put God first. I need you to love the father with everything in you. Right. 
And then I need you to love your neighbor as yourself. And when I was teaching kids church on Sunday, I taught them that loving your neighbor as yourself is anyone outside your body, your brothers, your sisters, you are to love them. Well, when we don't understand love, um, and if we've been condemned, right? If people used to point their finger at us, if people used to browbeat us, if people were not patient with us, then we will lack um, a lot of patience for other. And if we've been caught up into a whole lot of religious systems and religious jargon, we will miss the opportunity for this, right? You should only be quoting the word. You should only be seeking the word to respond to people, to love on people, to answer, um, asking the Holy Spirit, how do I help this person in this circumstance and situation? How do I deal with this situation? Do I say anything first? Vanessa, that is so good. That is so good. Vanessa wrote on Instagram, know God first, then you will know yourself and he will then help you to know those around you. That's it, baby. That's it in a nutshell. Know God first. <laughs> know God first. Love God first. Position yourself with God first. And then he's going to help you to know. And that's even your children. And so those of you, that's even your children. That's even your husband. That's even whatever. And I, can I share something with you? I think I really believe God is dealing with us on this, um, on the measure of grace we extend to people because it's a replication of really what we believe and what we feel. And we quote so much religion. We quote so many scriptures, right? We say all the right things. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Uh, da, 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 da. We quote things that we don't even believe and we won't even act in. And the word of God tells us, you're going to know them by your fruit, their fruit. You're going to know if the light is really on. You're going to know if a person is really in the position that they say. And I'm going to tell you how you're going to find out. Because a a pressurized situation always occurs to come and reveal fruit. We can drop this devotional down today. We can drop this devotional down today and some of y'all will go make posts contrary to this devotional or contrary to something else going on. And how the Lord taught me was the light ain't on yet. (laughs) The light ain't on. The light is not on. I mean, the light is on, but nobody's home. The light is on. It looks like they're there, but they're not really there. It looks like they're a part of the devotional, but they're not really on the devotional, right? It looks like they're listening to you. Um, Have you ever been in a situation uh, where like maybe you've had your headphones in or somebody approaches you and they start talking to you and you're doing this, but you're really not listening? Or sometimes when I'm dealing with Judah, if he's watching TV, he'll start shaking his head. Yes, but he's had absolutely no he's heard absolutely nothing that i said so the light appeared to be on if it appeared that they were listening right it appeared that they were listening it appears he's listening to me but he hasn't received absolutely anything that i've said he hasn't received absolutely anything that i've said because he's distracted or because he's not focused or because he's already got a belief system in place or he doesn't trust what i had said so just because the light is on doesn't mean someone's home and so we don't need to assume we don't need to assume that we understand or we get a person or we get their situation or we know what they're thinking or we know how they're going to respond or that they should respond to us a certain way. We have got to 
extend more grace so that we can walk into the fullness of God who God called us to be. We got we got to remember that. We got to be patient. We got to remind ourselves that he said in his word that he'd go after one sheep. We go after one sheep. Denise says that's true. My oldest sister was always quoting scripture and correcting others. When my mother died, she stole my hair. What? Yeah. That, I mean, it's all kinds of stuff going on. It's all kinds of stuff going on. And so even with that situation where she, the eyes are the answer, even the situation even this situation in which with your sister, you still got to extend her more grace. You still got to pray for her. You still got to bless her. You still got to open that the eyes of her understanding. Remember Ephesians 1, 15 and 17. We still got to open up the eyes of our understanding, right? We still got to pray that the eyes of her understanding and hope and call of who she is in Christ Jesus is magnified and she comes into revelation. And yeah, Lord, we got to lean not into our own understanding and all our ways acknowledge him and he shall direct our path. And we're going to end with what Angela is saying. I love how your, your feedback today, does love still remain when you're squeezed by trials or the opportunity to take offense? But are you still praying and are you still patient with people as God has needed us to be patient? Doesn't mean you don't deal with issues. Doesn't mean you don't walk in the truth. Doesn't mean you don't tell the truth. But can I pick a good piece of fruit off your tree and eat off your tree? Because that's how I'm going to grow. That's how I'm going to grow. And I'm going to, am I going to be loving and patient or am I going to be boasting? Well, the Lord showed me that, right? I, God gave me the revelation for that. The love is not arrogant. It's not envious. It does not boast, nor is it rude. There's a scripture I quote over myself almost daily. Let gentleness be the evidence that the Lord is near. If the Lord is in me and around me, then gentleness should be the evidence that God is here is near. Gentleness as it should be the evident evidence that God is near. Thank you for that, Jeanette. When we, we do, we react a certain way when people don't act the way we would or we think we should. And then we get offended when the word says we shouldn't be walking in offense. Every, everyone is different. Everyone has a different cycle. Everyone comes into the things of God at their own rate and at their own speed. And we're just supposed to be patient. And can I tell you something? If we really, 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 really God into position in prayer, we would really, 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 really begin to see God manifest himself in people. And if we really, 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 really focused on what God was trying to reveal to us, and we really had the eyes of God, we would get, begin to see things different and more grace and more mercy and more love. Was Judah was in a situation yesterday and I said, I need you to forgive him right now. Right. I said, I need you to because they're really good friends. I said, I need you to forgive him right now. And someone was like, why did you tell him not to ask for forgiveness first? That's what someone would ask normally. And I said, no, I need him to release him first so that forgiveness so that he can ask for forgiveness. But if he holds out against him, if he's mad, if he's frustrated with him, then he's not going to. So I told you that I said, we're forgetting, we're smashing, we're releasing this right now. And he said, yes, ma'am. And he said it out loud. He said, I forgive him. And he released him. And then by the time they talked that evening, God had already moved in the situation and they were right back friends, right back buddies. We have to be in the 
we have to be in the nature of God to restore and to live and to love and to have healthy relationships with us. He has to be have, have healthy relationships. God is about preserving, restoring, and keeping relationships. Gentleness should be the evidence that the Lord is near. That's that, that's enough. I like this. First Corinthians 13, when we are in the more mature things of God, it says, when I was a child, I spoke like a child. I thought like a child. I reasoned like a child. But when I became a man, I gave up childish ways. I gave up childish ways. I gave up childish ways because I was only seeing in a mirror darkly or dimly. I was only seeing part as even as I've been, but when I become fully known, when I come into the light of Christ, I see differently. I love differently. I'm in peace differently. I'm patient differently. Why? Because the light has been revealed in me. And just like God took his time with me, I need to take my time with somebody else. I hope that helps today. I hope that helps today. I hope that helps today. You don't know all God is doing in someone's life and we can't give up. Uh, love doesn't think that way. Love doesn't, um, love doesn't, uh, think the worst. Love thinks the best, right? Love thinks the best. If someone does something, love says they may not know any better. And then even if something reveals that they do know better, then we have to be like Jesus was right before the cross, right? He said, father, forgive them for they know not what they do. Father, forgive them for they know not what they do, but don't assume because the light, don't assume because the light is on that someone is home. Don't assume that. Don't assume that because someone flashes Jesus, someone talks and quotes scripture all day, that their life is reflective of what they're quoting, what they're saying and what they're doing. Don't assume absolutely anything ask the spirit actually the word tells us to try to test a spirit by the spirit the holy spirit not a spirit by the holy spirit and if if they are to be tested by the holy spirit and the holy spirit is working in them guess what they're going to be love joy love patience goodness faithfulness self-control khalil i'm gonna answer your question i'm sorry if i messed your name up are boundaries acceptable for repeat offenders boundaries are sometimes necessary but boundaries in love not boundaries in rudeness not boundaries in ugliness not boundaries and you go tell someone what happened boundaries boundaries right boundaries are necessary sometimes especially for people who are unsafe but they still have to be boundaries rooted in love boundaries rooted in love test the spirit by the holy spirit if the holy spirit is at work in someone you're gonna see love joy peace patience goodness faithfulness gentleness and self-control and self-control right boundaries but boundaries in love, not ugly boundaries. Sometimes we have to put something in place because uh, people who are harmful don't know boundaries. They don't. They don't. They don't know boundaries, and we think that they do. But hurt people, hurt people. They do not know boundaries. I love your dog, Candace. I love your dog. Let's pray and get out of here. <laughs> Look, that's good. I needed this word so that I could be more patient with certain family members. Yeah, my children, adults. Uh, we'll assume well they are Christian. They should act a certain way. Mm -mm. Just because the light on don't mean somebody home. That don't mean that somebody home. Let's pray. Let's pray. Let's pray. Let's pray. 
Um, Father God, we thank you. We thank you for your word today. We thank you for your people. We thank you for extending us more grace and extending us more mercy. We thank you for teaching us through your word that we all see through a glass darkly, Lord God. And that just because the light is on, it doesn't mean we're doing the right things or doing things that are acceptable in your sight or walking in the light the way that we're supposed to. So Holy Spirit, teach us how to have more grace in every situation, how to exhibit more more love in every situation. Father God, we thank you for a fresh anointing. We thank you for a a wind blowing on every circumstance and every situation. I thank you, Father God, for peace for all my partners, for the partnerships. We thank you for multiplication and increase coming their way. We thank you, Father God, for teaching us how to rightly divide the word of love, word of God so that we can walk in all truth. And we thank you for your spirit of truth. Now, If the spirit of truth is speaking to you today, I want to extend an opportunity to you. I'm not going to assume that everyone on this devotional knows Jesus. I know that the light will draw someone here that doesn't know Jesus. And so I want to extend an opportunity for you to get to know Jesus and for you to make him Lord and Savior in your life. It's way more easier than you think. All you got to do is confess your sins. All you got to do is say, well, you know what? I've been a sinner for way too long. (laughs) I've been out in this thing for way too long. I've been by myself and Lord Jesus, I need you just to forgive my sins. And then I'm going to make you Lord and savior in my life. And then let someone disciple you get connected to a good Bible based church, connect to this ministry. Let us disciple you. I would love to disciple you, but don't live another minute without Jesus. Don't live another minute without Jesus. He is the way, the truth and life. And I'm telling you, since I've accepted him in my life, my world has been changed and changed from a good So, I love y'all. You know what I'm getting ready to tell you. Go be loved today. I need you to go extend more grace. I need every circumstance and every situation that you come in today to be in grace, to be in love, to be in peace, to be in joy, and that you are extending and walking in more grace. Don't assume because the light is on. That someone is home or that someone has a revelation or that someone um, gets what they're saying. Don't assume assume, because somebody is on this devotional because somebody is quoting scripture. You need to know their fruit. You need to see their fruit in action. Just because someone is saying something does not mean that's how they live. Does not mean that's how they're that that's their truth right? That is not what that means. So you got to pray and ask for revelation, but you got to extend grace because something may happen and that person may need the same grace. Yeah. No more assumptions because we'll start treating people like they dumb. It will be like, well, why don't you understand that? Well, why don't you get that? And they just may not have revelation in that just because the light is on doesn't mean someone is home. Okay. I'll see y'all back here in the morning at 5 a.m. Go be a blessing today. Go be a blessing today. Do something for someone today. It ain't got to be big. It ain't got to be outside your budget and your boundaries. Be a blessing today. Um, Sow a seed, love on someone, encourage someone, lift someone up today. Someone needs you and God needs needs to be an extension of your head. See y'all in the morning. Love, peace, and blessings. Thank you for tuning into our podcast. If you would like more information about LMJ Ministries, log on to LakeishaMJohnson.com today.